0: Well, I declare, look at what, the cat and the kitten? I was waiting
1: for you to say something smart. I made sure that I was done with everything on time so I didn't have to hear your smart mouth. (laughs) Let me mute myself as others enter the room, but I was here.
0: Well, the replays are on so everybody gonna hear you uh, talk smart to me. How
1: about you delete the first part and then everybody won't hear it. How about that?
0: They're gonna hear how you love me. Good morning. Good morning. That's that's how I feel because I just woke up. (laughs) I just took a nap so it is good morning for me. But uh, good evening everyone. Uh, I am. Give me a second. I'm gonna... uh cue some people in hello well i was like hello ash okay there she is hello ashley can you hear me yes
2: okay y'all i got one of my i have kick-ass mentees i just want to say but one of my mentees is in the room and i'd love for him to introduce himself because he's fucking amazing
0: who is it who is it
2: uh he's on there as cali k fresh so if you could bring him on the stage i would appreciate
0: it yes
3: hello hello can you hear me yes greetings.
0: hello
3: what's up everyone greetings greetings my name is Kemet. um it says Cali k fresh here that's my uh that's that's my rap name <laughs> but um yeah i want to just you know say what's up to everyone um i'm from san diego california um i work at second chance brewery um yeah, and I'm I'm just getting started. I'm a part of the Brewers Association Fall Core Heart. So, okay. you know, just trying to, you know, see what's what's going on with the uh with this with this with this clubhouse room and, and with everyone.
0: Awesome.
2: So you know I had to tell him and all my mentees about our family meetings on Monday night.
0: Oh nice. I appreciate it. We all do. Um bear with me i see we have our guests in the room um i'm going in and uh sending little messages to people who want to come but may have forgotten so when i get through with that we can begin but in the meantime anybody anything or had something to drink that was great this weekend
2: I was at a pig roast, which, Angie, you know, I've been a vegetarian for 34 years, so that was real odd. But the main reason I went was for the beer. Like, there was probably about 15 coolers full of craft beer, so I can't tell y'all everything that I had. I just know it was good. Oh, no. I came home and slept real, real well. Uh One of my friends did a prickly pear sour. That was phenomenal.
0: Oh, wow. That sounds good. Um, let's see. I don't think I mentioned it. Yeah, because it was the next day. I went to the Gill meeting last week, uh, last Tuesday, and somebody, uh, two breweries collaborated and made a coffee IPA. It was delicious. Odd uh, Muse, actually, I meant to go over there and see if um, they still had any. I guess I'll uh, try to message him. And I'm almost done, y'all. I'm scanning, scanning, scanning. Anybody else had anything great last week or right now? Okay, I'm done. All right. Let's see, I know Amani is. It is um bedtime for him for the kids. All right. I think I'm done. So, welcome. It's 7.05. Welcome to Being Black and Craft, where our mantra is, we do not apologize for recognizing our influence on craft beer. I'm Angie uh one of your moderators from the mod squad, we have Kendrick in the building, as well as um Chris, who is probably sleeping, but I always have him working during the day, like at five o'clock asking him stuff for graphics, so we're all here. We have our wonderful guest um, I just happen to be scrolling, just ran. I saw, I saw this. This guy pointed at this at some bottles, and I was like, "That's Mead. Wait a minute, that's in Texas. Oh wow, this is incredible." So I reached out because I wanted to know more, because I don't know of a whole lot of Meaderies, especially in Texas. So that's when I scoped out Blackberry Meadery and I was very excited. So I reached out to Calvin. So I um I wanted him to uh come and chat with us about what's going on because uh this you. um and he's in a part where I've never heard of. So I want to hear more about where he's where he's located and about Blackberry Meadery so calvin um yes ma'am evening how are you
3: i'm doing good how are you doing
0: awesome so i'm just going to ask you some questions we're just going to have a chat and then after we're done um we'll open the floor for other people to ask questions is that okay
3: yes ma'am that sounds like a plan
0: all right so Give me an idea. I know you're near Houston, but where, what city are you in or what county are you in? You
3: so, we're in, in Brazil. Bersir- um, population like 4,000. Uh, city is West Columbia, Texas, it's the first capital of Texas. So, we're about uh, 45 50 minutes south of Houston, and it's a small, intimate town. That's where I grew up and went to school at before I, you know, went off to college into Morehouse and came back. So, it's um it's just a, a really, really nice town. The mayor actually is my, uh, was my, uh, history teacher. So, uh, but that's one of the reasons we decided to, to be there in West Columbia is cause we had ties and, uh, you know, when it came to looking at real estate, where we we're going to set up or whatnot, it was just a, a good spot. So,
0: okay, so I guess I'm going to ask the, um, it may be a little bit of a obligatory question, but what is the population as far as people of color in that, out of that 4,000, is it like a large population or small?
3: i say small, you're probably looking at like eight, 9%. Oh,
0: wow. And how's, how has that been as far as your um, just, just living just you know besides uh in the metery bi- business, just you know existing
3: um, it's it's had its challenges at times, you know um especially uh george floyd when when that that whole you know thing was going on it was it was a lot of pressure and then from a business standpoint, it's you know w- what are you gonna do how are you going to identify yourself and you know who are you aligning with, and the decisions you made could have impacted or did have impact on how people related to you or wanted to uh, visit you know or frequent our establishment so um you know it's been it's been tough at times but still um i think more so who i am in the community as far as you know me and my wife we give back we've been uh, a solid part of the community for a long time as far as like i'm an eagle scout i built the town sign it's like uh you know people have still respected us, and we've had people you know stand when we decided to uh you know black out our uh page you know what I'm saying so it's mm-hmm. it's uh been one of the things we've been recognized and we've faced some challenges, but we've we've been able to to overcome them and still stand in spite of so
0: that's great so when did you um when was your first i guess taste of me or even rather fermentation whether it be beer liquor when when did you first kind of catch the bugs where you was like you know what this tastes so good i think i want to make some
3: so that uh making it i never really knew anything about it so i was working at dow chemical at the time uh it was probably i was right around like 20 25 26 and uh It's a chemical manufacturing plant. So I I was working out there, and um, my boss at the time came to me. She was like, Hey, you want to go to a a brew meeting? And, you know, since the boss asked, I was like, Well, since you're asking, yeah, I'll go. Because she was trying to get some support up for a local club she was a part of. So, you know, I I called my wife and, like, Hey, let's roll to this. They said there'll be free beer. So, you know, uh, I think it'll be a good thing because they're talking about this for the free So we end up rolling over to this uh, meeting and then uh, at the meeting a woman came up to us she said hey uh, have you ever had mead before I, this was just supposed to be like a, a brew meeting they were doing beer but they also had a little mead section and she was like you want to try some of it I was like um, what is it she said mead and I was like no nah, I don't want no meat I just ate I'm I'm good she's like not nah, mead and I was like it's pain so she was like this is it's a honey wine I said all right all right Let me try it. So I I tried this mead, and I was like, wow, this is amazing. Like, I I saw unicorns and rainbows. I was just geeked about it. I said, hey, babe, hey, I think we need to start figuring this thing out. So we ended up linking up with her probably uh, the next weekend. And she was like, "Uh, yeah, you know, uh, it's going to probably cost you around, uh, say, around 80, uh, $80 for all your supplies we can get you. A good five gallon batch going. I was like five gallons for eighty dollars, and she's like, "Yeah." And then she said it'll get even cheaper after that. After you, uh, you know, get your supplies, you are just pay- paying straight up for honey costs. I was like, "Wow, okay, cool." So, uh, we just really started going hard after that. Um, the very first flavor that me and my wife made together in the kitchen was black currant lime, and that went one third place in major, which is an international competition. So that was pretty cool. But um, it's just, it started off uh, as something, we just went out of curiosity and then we started brewing pretty much every weekend. And seriously, it was maybe like three to 400 gallons in the house. Like I kid you not, like I had mead in the stairs washing machine. I mean, I got it everywhere, right? And I'm looking at my wife like, what you want to do with this? She's like, what you want to do? I said, let's open a business. And then it took off. So that's really how it all got started.
0: Wow, that's amazing. Um, it was just really just basically happenstance. And see, I, I'm the same way. It's like, oh, we're going to have food and beer. Well, uh, I'll meet you there. No problem. <laughs> so yep. that sounds really great. And so what is the norm for your mead as far as like ADD? That's one of Kendra's favorite questions. I'm sorry, Kendra, I can't the question.
3: So like we're looking at sixteen percent, like our traditional gonna be fourteen, and then we have on the lighter side our lime, it'll be eleven. Mm-hmm. So like and, normally if we're doing say if we wanna go a little bit stronger, like uh I'm using an EC eleven eighteen yeast and I probably take it up to about like eighteen percent, but that's only for if I'm doing like my mold wine or something like that, and I'll do like a pine mint I may you know end up getting that high, but normally those ranges from like eleven to eighteen on b where i'm hitting.
0: so can you uh tell me a little bit more between just like your regular meat and your mold wine what's the what's the difference is it just the a b b or is it something else
3: no it's 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 a warm wine like uh we we do it more in the wintertime and so mm-hmm. uh just I like it to hit a little bit stronger, but warm your bones. So I'll make what well, the base for I use for that is uh like a grape wine. I'll use that base for it specifically. But everything else, um my normal is gonna be about sixteen percent. But that's a different, it's just like a, a warmed, warmed wine, warmed mead.
0: So I'm um, I'm wondering um with going back to the mead, um do you reach out to get locally sourced honey or is it just I oh guess, yeah um...
3: I tell I tell him it's like it's pretty cool we call our plug you he'll be like hey man I need like fifteen fifteen gallons like he'll pull in the back and dump it off to us and you know it's pretty cool. We we have like a partnership because uh it's been really neat. As he's grown, we've helped him grow. Uh we've got to see his beehives expand. We have beehives out there as well and um it's just been a a really neat thing. We've we've both started to really grow together. And so whenever we need something, it's of course and we don't have to go pick it up. It's it's not like it comes melt us. It comes warm. So we pour right into the Mm. buckets. We were working out with uh fifty 50 gallons at a time like they'd have and we'd uh, put a warmer around it around these metal barrels and it was like this because it's pure raw honey right it's not pasteurized so it's it's crystallizes it you know around like 70 75 degrees it's going to start to crystallize so we uh him he'll warm it up for us so we don't have to do any of that and then just help us by pouring it right into our uh fermentation vessels right on the spot so it's it's a really cool thing and a partnership that we, we've established with this gentleman
0: so do you know if there's any um i guess what would you call those i i want to say farmers but it's not um beekeepers i don't know what mm-hmm. what what is their what is their actual title like uh as far yeah. as like black people that actually do that are there any in that par- part of the business
3: like honestly I've seen a few at the it's the uh Brazoria County Beekeepers Association I've seen a few but um you know it's like that are probably one or two percent uh but it's not like we have a heavy presence but and then the the hives that they have is uh you know it may be like 10 to 12 hives or whatnot so it's not like they have a a a whole bunch of hives but um Mm -hmm. and it's more so like uh recreation
0: okay so in order to to really be um worth someone worth their while as far as like delivering being your distribution person how many hives should they have or normally just speculating because i know that's not your business, part of your business
3: you're like um i say between between 100 to to 500 hives um, okay. Yeah, give you enough to where you could, I guess, apply like our needs on a regular basis. Mm,
0: okay.
3: Because okay. it all depends on how many, like, um, you know how they have the the brew boxes and you can stack them. It depends on how they're stacked, what type of honey they're yielding, how many pounds, because that'll vary from hive to hive. So, uh, you know, it just all depends on how how well they're doing with their hives to produce the amount of honey. That you're looking for and we're running probably through um i say around uh five to six hundred pounds a month
0: hmm. wow that's a lot that's oh
3: yeah a lot. and how much
0: how much does that usually yield you as far as like um when you're doing your distribution as far as like just i mean just approximately i'm not asking for like a exact number, so from that amount how 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 many bottles do you think or um gallons does that yield for your mean
3: so like I'm potentially uh moving around looking at our numbers probably around like uh six to to 1,000, 600 to 1,000 bottles a month that are moving.
0: Hmm. OK. So as I said, um, if, if y'all saw uh, the stories that I put out, uh, Calvin was in the store pointing at his bottles because he has, uh, has them located in, how, what is your distribution? Uh, is it just part of Texas?
3: Well, we're just How far in- are you reaching? We're in Houston right now. So I'm in all the total wines in Houston. Um, I'm in five specs. Uh, So I'm in uh, downtown Houston, Galveston, Bay Area, Angleton, and then uh, Pearland. And then I'm in uh, in eight restaurants right now. Pre-COVID, we were in 40 plus restaurants. We were killing the game pre-COVID um oh. but right now we're it just a lot of the bars and stuff we were in shut down but uh the cool thing is we're in a couple of mexican restaurants and what we do is we have these smaller bottles they're 187 one hundred eighty seven mils we'll put the label on backwards so when they flip it it'll be pointing you know up up at them with our logo and uh mm-hmm. we have it it's a meterita so it's come that comes in at, you know our stuff's around 16 so that's probably hitting around like 18 19 percent and it's it is it is awesome one of those you, you have your body feeling right so uh, that's something really mm-hmm. popular in that area there's a mexican restaurant across the street from us called margarita jones and um they carry our product and do really well so we get hit up for a lot of cases from them
0: A meterita. that sounds interesting mm-hmm. um actually had a question um in the chat she was asking about your mobile wine uh what spices do you use in it?
3: So like it's, it's clove, cinnamon, um, and uh orange peel. Mm-hmm. Vanilla. My wife is adding on in the back. She's helping me stay straight. But uh that that's pretty much what we put in there. And then we just heat it up i'm mean, it, it's really really cool just having those spices set and it doesn't take long we'll let it sort of uh mull together for about say a 10, 10 to 15 minutes and then uh mm-hmm. you're off to the races but in the winter time it, it is really awesome it hits pretty hard
0: so um how many actual flavors do you have like a like a flight set as far as your flavors or do you change it up uh, with your creativity or do you have like a okay? these are like the four set standards
3: the uh, the ones that we rock with like rock hard with are going to be our mango lime black currant lime traditional and then um, white chocolate strawberry but then we'll swap stuff in and out so like we may um, do like a, uh, lemon meringue, like the grape. I just bring that on. Like I said, for my base for the malt, but that'll come out. Uh, we have one that tastes like wassail. Uh, so it's, uh, pretty awesome. That's a seasonal as well.
0: What is waffle?
3: It's like, uh, it's like, uh, a, a cider, like apple type of okay. mix. And, um, uh-huh. And it's just mixed with different spices. So it reminds you like a Christmas.
0: Okay. OK. So it gets you in the, in the holiday spirit. OK, cool. yeah. Yeah. All right. So you and your wife, y'all are uh, a team. Is there anyone else that helps y'all with uh, Blackberry? And of course, I want to know the story with uh, the name Blackberry.
3: So, like, uh, the, the name comes from Blacks Ferry Road, like in Wild Peach. It's spelled F-E-R-R-Y. So, uh, we had a person who helped us get started. They lived out in there. So, it was like, hey, what do you think about calling it Blacks ferry? I was like, okay, cool. But then we did a little bit of market research and had some people test out some logos or whatever. And so, we put a big ferry on the bottle and people didn't really, you know, vibe to it too well. Then we ended up changing out to the uh, actual Blacks Ferry, Um, you know, like, hey, I wanted to call it F-A-I-R-Y, like the people in the area still know that that's, you know, the name of the area, this, this road or whatever, or this steamboat used to come up and down uh, the river. So uh, we switched it up and then, um, you know, put some different logos out there and it really hit. So that's really how we got the name. And... uh, it's, it's done really well because especially like with our crowd me you're thinking about the renaissance you know like uh festivals and medieval so that's really sort of the inspiration with the dragons and the, the fairy mace with the viking horn helmet that's that's where it's all coming from so um, trying to give it like that that viking vibe that's nice that
0: that sounds uh you're aligning with one of the um black owned breweries uh called Black Viking and he has a whole story, uh mythical story that's dealing with uh Vikings and the the history from it. Mm. So um so how long, now did you tell me how long y'all been how long y'all been doing this?
3: Oh it it hadn't been like too long. I said like six years or so. Okay so, six years. Um, it's one of those things like when we when we decided to dive in, we dove in here first, uh, but it, it's been a really neat experience within the me community. There's so many dope people like I can call and talk to, like uh, with uh, Mystic Oak, Ron or Jim they really put me on the game on a lot of how to, to make a lot of product and um, taught me a lot about uh, how to advertise a little bit to different communities within the me community. So that was cool. And then, um, there's been a uh, blissfully Holly farm. Um, they really helped me out Rohan meadry as far as like hooking me up with equipment early on at a cheaper rate than having to pay full price for it and, um, really supported us and pushed just So, uh, you know, that's it, it's been a lot of people that I've been able to gain a lot of experience from within our community, even though I don't have a long time brewing uh, myself, it's still like I've gotten a lot of experience uh, with just by touching on with getting linked up with other people. So, uh, it, it, like, I'm the uh, treasurer of the uh, Texas Meat Association, so it's like we always stay plugged in, and it's a really close-knit group. So, That's wonderful, and I and like in brewing in general. You get to meet a, a lot of cool people and link up with them. Like there's a cool brewery coming up for the culture. We reached out to them and had a great conversation. But I'm excited about um their progression and seeing them blow up. Just really good folks. So
0: yeah, Carla's Carla's in the room.
3: I know. I, I saw. I want to do. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm excited as well. it's it's good to see um i was gonna ask you something else and i've totally forgotten um oh my uh shame shameless plug uh so will you be at the next barrel and flow for 2023 and do you know what barrel and flow is
3: no, honestly I don't. You have to put me on game.
0: Okay. Yes. So <laughs> Berlin Flow is a um beer festival, beer, beer wine. Well, I talked yeah, beer wine and spirits festival. And it is basically the equivalent of a black homecoming but with brewery. <laughs> and it's Uh, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania every year around August, beginning of August. And that's where we come and commune together, uh, have every, probably almost every state is, is featured there. And also when you go, not only do people have tents there, they do beer collaborations with some of the breweries that are there located in the Pittsburgh area uh, because as you well very well know, uh, we don't have a lot of brick and mortar uh, breweries. So to kind of get those people uh, highlighted, they collab with the brewery there, they you know, have a great time and then go and serve the beer that they made and just trying to push down those, you know, those walls, but, um, we also just have this regular meteries as, as yourself because, uh, yeah, we did have a meter. Yeah. I can't think what his, I can't think what his name is, but, um, that would be something that you would want to look into. And I'll make sure that I'll send you that, send you the information for, uh, barrel and flow. Okay. That's something that you need to be at. Awesome. So um I think I am done. Yes, I know. Okay, Ansie, thank you. Thank you. Because uh is keeping me straight, keeping me honest. So Calvin, since this is a team, is your uh better half able to talk to us? Because we are also sisters in craft and we'd love to hear about women that are in fermentation, as well. Does, is she free to talk to us, as well?
3: Uh, uh, no, no, no She's actually not. She's not.
0: OK. OK. Well, let her know that we are here. We support her, as well, as being sisters and Crafts, um, because there's not a lot of us, either, as far as women. Um, that are put in the forefront being you know appreciated and given their flowers because she's doing you know women are doing the work and so let her know that we appreciate her input in blackberry as well
3: yes ma'am she's a she's actually a little busy right now but uh uh just to give you a little bit about her she's she's really one of the people that uh as far as our flavors or is the person for our flavors it really helps uh line and define what they are so when it comes to getting creative we're making sangrias like we uh do white label for some folks and um we've come out with like this cranberry and then a green apple or different flavors that they're requesting from us she's really the palette behind its success so uh, mm. me, if you leave me in a, a room full of alcohol, you know, I'm gonna come out, call myself taste testing. It gets dangerous, but she keeps us on track and make sure all our product <laughs> is consistent. So uh, just to, to give her her props, she's, without her, you know, Blacksberry wouldn't be here. So every day, all day, I'm mm. appreciative, appreciative of her being Yay. by my side and helping me rock this thing. That's awesome, that's, I'm so glad to hear that. I, knew that. I knew
0: that's what it was, but you know, I'll, Uh, we have replays and we just want to express all that. So those are really all the questions that I have. Oh, no, no. One last question. So do y'all have a tap room of sorts?
3: Yes, we do it. So we we're in a 5,000 square foot building. Um, We're on the main strip of 35 uh, coming through West Columbia. So we were, we've been really fortunate. Like this year, we, uh, Clothes on our property. So we're like actual owners of it as opposed to renting. So, I mean, it's some pretty, pretty big steps we're making. And we be the only um, black owners of commercial real estate within that that little town as well. So, I mean, um mm-hmm. it's some pretty big moves, especially, I mean, like when you're talking about that strip of 35, like it's some pretty big moves that we've been able to make. Like, me and my wife, it's another gentleman named AJ. That uh, we we've been able to come together and and really make some stuff happen. So it's a beacon as well for other you know people like us in our community that are they see me they see my wife what we're doing and uh, know that they can do some stuff like this as well. Because a lot of businesses you know didn't make it through COVID, but we're still standing through by the grace of God. And it's just you know we've we've just been fortunate we kept our head down we've had to adapt uh and strategize as far as making sales when our festivals started to go down because man we used to kill the game in some festivals like festivals pre-covid we made some money but it's you know and that goes away i'm the type of guy i like to shake hands kiss babies that type of thing so it's more of that personal feeling touch that i think has made us successful but when i'm not able to 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 reach out or communicate in that fashion to get sales and you know how do we do it It's it's been something we've had to pivot and um still reach out and uh try and make sales on a different end that's why we focused more on distribution like we have an official distributor now bmb imports who's really helping us right now i've been developing our reach in east texas and um you know just just changing how we how we do things but yeah that's it's, it's just been an overall really neat experience i tell you though
0: yeah, I was uh when we were posting advertising, uh someone had went up there to the uh, tap room. So we um and it wasn't open. So we yeah. were just like, Okay, well maybe they've changed their hours or
3: we yeah, And, sure. and that we've um we've had to pivot a little bit. So my, my wife is pregnant. So uh we've uh it's first Thank child, so we've sorta um Ooh. Like I said, shifted how we're doing things, and um we should have posted it, but uh we've had to uh just sort of do a lot of our our brewing more so and up up our volume and then um the tap room like I said, we do have one, but we're gonna be normally open on friday uh Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, so just three days a week as opposed to we were open five days a week
0: yeah, you gonna uh had a babe on the hip and trying to uh trying to make me oh yeah it's it's, it's good to go ahead and like get some stuff ready because y'all gonna be busy
3: Mm -hmm. and it is and honestly too like i don't know if anybody else has experienced this but um finding good help is really hard like people who show up consistently to work and like that's i've struggled a little bit with that so just with us too we've we have a few people that work with us um, but for the most part, like our our core staff is sort of dwindled down just because consistency, and so we've had mm-hmm. to just learn how to pivot with that because you got to have certain personalities at the storefront if you're gonna, you know, be trying to make sales. You want somebody open and friendly, so it just has to be a good fit.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. There's been places where you know I really enjoyed enjoyed the product, but the atmosphere and the how I was treated like yeah i'll just buy it at the store i don't want to go so that definitely makes a difference you're absolutely right um i'm gonna open up the floor i that really is all my questions for real this time so i'm gonna open the floor to anyone who has questions for calvin and blackberry um i
2: think i get the gold star for the most questions and commentary for the evening Yeah, Hi, Calvin. Thank you so much for coming and sharing your amazing and phenomenal story. Um, My name is Ashley. I'm one of the co-founders of Lift and Lucy, which is a nonprofit specifically that supports women of color and craft beer. And we can roll y'all in underneath there. So first and foremost, I just wanted to introduce myself. And when my sister is available, I would love to connect with her to see how we can support her. And then my question is, have you had any interaction with the National Honey Board as yet, or any support with
3: them? No, I, I haven't. Okay. I, I i mean, I'm linked up with the uh, the uh, Presoria Beekeepers Association, but I haven't linked up with them.
2: Okay, I definitely would love to make that introduction. Um, they pick five chapters a year with Pink Boots International, uh, which we need to talk to the missus about that as well. And they will give you up to $1,000 per chapter to do a honey beer. But I don't think they're doing that with mead yet. And I think that could be a really good way for y'all to start and solidify your relationship. Um, And then every, I want to say June, they invite around 40 people down to um, Austin for a honey beer summit. So definitely, definitely something I think would be awesome for y'all to get involved with. And I'm happy to make that introduction.
3: I would love that. That would be greatly appreciated so uh are you a beekeeper
2: no that actually was my picture from when i went to the honey beer summit this year and i just haven't changed my picture but we um one of the days we spent at an apiary
3: awesome what did you think of the experience like how was it
2: at the apiary it was really interesting um just to see see how hands-on they were with actually explaining like the whole life cycle of the bee and how that community works and then a lot of the byproducts that come from producing the honey and um, how they're able to leverage that into other products but I will say with the fermentation side a lot of that education was lacking Um, but for the the whole week experience like we did a whole day where we did nothing but study honey and how to ferment with it but I did see a bit of a disconnect between the apiary and how they're able to interact with local fermenters for lack of a better phrase. But I mean it was it was three days. It was wonderful. There were people literally from all over the world um that came down and we just had a bunch of honey beverages for three days straight. So I highly, highly recommend it.
3: That's awesome. I most definitely got just
0: Keep keep me honest because I will um make sure that I get your information to Ashley. Just keep me honest, y'all. Anybody else? Anybody has any questions?
4: No no questions. I'm just saying what's up, Calvin. man? I, it's it's been about a it's been a few weeks since we've spoken and I'm still thinking about that braggart uh recipe <laughs> for future <laughs> use most
3: definitely so like how you been doing like catch me up oh man it we
4: finally uh we finally got power restored so we can finally finish construction uh, and we have been waiting on the transformer since mid-may and they finally got it in and got power restored uh, last week so we've been buying some of the other things like cold room and glycol chiller so now we got every we got all the big stuff. So now we're just kind of waiting for construction to
3: finish and playing the waiting game with TABC. Yeah, I know how to. I'm like so proud of you guys. Like y'all killing it. I'm seeing y'all on Facebook. Like y'all are. I'm ready. I'm ready. Likewise,
4: likewise, man.
3: It's definitely mutual.
0: Absolutely. Thank you, Carl. But that's all
4: I had. I just I was just saying what's up. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that there was a pause. Uh, so I'm glad. Thank you for Calvin for uh, asking for all to catch up because I thought um, I didn't know that that was what was going on here
4: lately. Um, yeah, the who knew? Who knew there'd be a transformer shortage as part of everything uh, related yeah. to the supply chain issues from COVID? So yeah, we were just sitting there twiddling our thumbs and paying rent. But now it. Wow. it now the lights. Literally back on, and you can see the light at the end of the tunnel. So now we're just trying to race, race to the finish line, uh, so we can stop paying rent and actually to try to make some money to help cover said rent. Yeah, yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Coffee. You had a question.
1: Hello. Um. Yes, I have two questions. And Calvin, I apologize. Someone called at the beginning and I missed a little bit, but can you give me a really quick uh, review of how you got started? And then the other thing is, have you ever or are you going to do any beer collaborations?
3: Uh, I would love to. Like, uh, for the culture we were talking about, with Carl, like maybe linking up to do a Braggad. So, um, most definitely would love a collab there. Um. Like I said, just just giving them a shout out and their flowers, just coming up and this time and really killing the game. Like he was, I think you on. He was telling me he was on an interview at ABC, CNN. You know, I mean, he's big time over there. We're just trying to get on his level, but uh, you know, uh, it's it's just been uh, one of those things. Just finding good people and just happened to reach out to Carl and excited to be working with him potentially. And uh, and how I got started, my wife and I, we went to a brew meeting in this. Woman came up to us. Uh, she said, "Hey, have you ever had meat before?" And we were like, "Nah, we don't want any meat. We we cool." And she's like, "Meat." And so she set us down. This was coming a- off of work, like my boss at the time, because I worked in the plant environmental. She uh, invited us to go to this brew meeting, but uh, we went. And then a uh, woman introduced us to. It was orange blossom. It was the first flavor I ever had, and it was just it was awesome. It was magical. And it was, it was just delicious. It was sweet. I'm not really a, a dry kind of guy. So I got all my stuff sweet. I make sack wines, so they're gonna be really high sugar, but really high alcohol content as well. So um, just going from there, we started brewing at the house, me and my wife the next weekend and going forward. And from there it just took off. So it's been just a really cool experience
1: one other well two other things you act like six years isn't a long time that's a good amount of time to be brewing so don't discredit yourself and then the other uh, thing is uh, at barrel and flow Or, wait, did I say Yeah, I called it the right name. The meadery that they had there was actually one of my favorites because I don't really get to drink mead, and I'm not really a heavy, sweet drinker anyway, but it was wonderful. So, I can't wait to get my hands on some of your mead. I'll be headed to Houston um, around my birthday. I'm going to really try to come down there because this is so exciting, especially you're in our state.
3: That's what's up. Um one thing we do we can do custom labels if you shoot me a uh like a picture you got or uh some words you want on the bottle i'll do a custom label for you since you're coming to visit a happy birthday Angie, uh
1: that's my birthday
0: present
3: mm. there you go mm. right there
0: no because you didn't tell me you was going to Houston, so i'll
1: talk to you later
0: oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else? All right. Well, uh, usually that means I've asked all the questions. I have that bad habit or a good habit, Calvin. But it was so great talking to you and hearing about what you're doing. Um, You are going to put your city on the map for me. And then it being a Black-owned business, just makes it even much more sweeter for me. In Texas, we are everywhere. Uh, so it makes me Texas proud, of course, and knowing that you are doing something that uh, that's just amazing. That's a, a wonderful liquid. Uh, so I appreciate you. And, and I am also excited because you're close enough to where I can get my hands on it.
3: I really appreciate y'all having me, and um, you know, this is just what you know what we need—just great minds coming together to dialogue and um, exchange ideas. But this is very positive, and I appreciate you letting me be a part of this tonight.
0: Absolutely. So, um, of course, we have replays on if you want to share um, the conversation or any previous conversation. Replays are available to you. And to everyone, um, we will be coming next week. I have a couple of guests lined up. One of our uh, first guests for October is in the building, uh, Andrew and the great minds of Lipco. And uh, on the third, what else am I thinking of? Oh, we still have charts available. Uh, when. After the 4th, there will be no more. Um, we'll have another style, another thing going on. So if you don't have the style gold, uh, get your hands on it. It's in the link uh, to make your pre-order. And we'll be um, shipping those puppies out. So if there's nothing else, I'm going to give you all 15 minutes back. And we will see you all next week
2: wait 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 yes um yes alvin random question how do you see your culture or your connection to your culture through making of mead how are you able to bring that into the liquid that you produce
3: well it's it's something like uh like uh, my mead is a little bit uh sweeter i think uh like our our flavors are a little bit more fruit forward than most that you'll find and um and it's just i think that just speaks to uh how how our style is like we uh we're, we're just a little bit different we're unique but uh that that's what i think uh has people it makes people gravitate towards it's just because we step outside the boundaries and then um you know it just speaks to like th- those tastes that we have you know it's a little bit different than everyone else's taste so it's uh we've been able to just put ourselves into what we do and then linking up like bnb imports they're a black owned distributor right so like when we when we try and do different things it's it's i try and find ways to identify to bring us together Like i reached out to carl to hit him up to see hey like how can we do a collaboration um to me it's like and then like this podcast is it's, it's tying pieces together even it may take me a little bit to find them or identify them but i like collaborating with people and making sure that you know especially our people that we're, we're coming in into this together and we're able to grow together so um that's really you know how i guess i would incorporate like my culture into it because it's it's just our taste our flavors to me are are some of those flavors that I, I experienced from like my childhood that will trigger different memories. If I don't know if I'm explaining it, uh, to where you know, but that that's sort of th- those type of flavors and stuff. That's that's how we make our our product. Um, Calvin, uh,
0: you said something I did not. I guess I did not uh, ask you so your distributor is black on can you repeat the name of the the distribution company
3: yes bnb import
0: okay okay nice
3: yep they're black on
0: okay um i'll i'll be reaching out to you to get some more information about them and i think uh I'm going to kind of piggyback on what Ashley was asking. So usually when we have these conversations, we find out that, oh yeah, my grandfather or my grandfather's father made uh, liquor or he or my grandmother used to make something that was like a fermented that kind of had some healing powers or medicinal uses. Did you find that when you started picking your interest going into metering, going to fermentation, that maybe one of your family members or extended family members said, oh, yeah, so-and-so in the family, or you remember something as far as like a callback to this is something that you, you didn't realize that you had in your family tree? Uh, well,
3: just honestly, the first thing that pop- popped into my mind was when uh you know, you'd be at church and that wine. The church was a little bit firm in it sometimes because it said too long. It had a little alcohol. That started me on my journey. I'm just playing. It was a joke. But that's the first thing that popped in my head. But, uh, <laughs> I, uh, like, really, it was my, my uh, like, my people, we always did more, like, on the farming end. But we were really big on creating your own product and um, mm. trying to to do your own thing as far as entrepreneurship wise like my family really pushed that my grandfather was a barber my great-grandfather owned a a a little trade store in town i was in chapel near chapel hill so like entrepreneurship has been something that's already uh, always been like really really pressed i guess in our family and we've tried to and i wanted to figure out like how could i follow in their footsteps and i've looked for different opportunities but this one just sort of fell in my lap like I, i like to I like to drink I, I like good good beverages i was really into beer at one time <clears throat> so i went to several breweries tasting different things but this is just something that um sort of just fell in my lap it, it's uh we we cold brew so we're not warming anything um it's not a really labor intensive process but uh we're able to get some some really good product out out of it by nurturing it and taking our time so um you know it's just one of those things that from from past i've sort of it sort of motivated me to go down along this path that i'm currently on
0: and now it's going to be something for uh the new addition to your family part of their lineage so that's amazing so okay thank you all again for coming uh, thank you for everyone that had questions uh, in the chat. We were busy. Yes, Ashley, you get a ghost star. I'm going to go back and look and see what everything that you wrote. But thank you for being uh, coming to Being Black and Craft, where, again, we do not apologize for recognizing our influence on craft beer. We will see you next Monday, 7 p.m. Central. Y'all have a great night.